Welcome back to the Design the Vision podcast with your hosts, Wilson, and their co-hosts, Kemwell. We're back at it again. The first episode was really short, but yeah. now we found a room. We found a dedicated room <laughs> for podcasting. Did we? Uh, <laughs> do you want to describe it? or uh, you, can, you can describe it, man. Uh, all right. So, basically, the room that we're using is um, in our, at OCAD, there is this room on the sixth floor. Uh, called the multi-faith room um this is typically where people come to pray um to whatever religion or faith they have and uh yeah um would we get in trouble for using this i just realized that for this room no we got permission though okay we got permission for our professors though we did it was suggested by them actually yeah right because we walked up and asked like hey do you know a good place for us to podcast because we can talk about design and everything and then they just told us, like, go to the multi-faith room. I was like, oh, I, can we do that? I, <laughs> is that I'm legal? not going to lie. I was, like, shook when I heard that. And I was just like, we could do that with this room? Yeah. Because <laughs> no, no one's ever in this room. Yeah. Yeah, I never see anyone walk in or out except for the first time when we went in to check. There was mm-hmm. one girl that was doing her thing, but she was on her phone. She was, sit- she was literally sitting down, chilling on her phone. Yeah. I feel yeah. like this is more of a room that just gets, like, here. you're here because it's quiet space yeah um and like you said earlier it's a space that you would take a nap in if you really wanted to yeah i'm legit about to take a nap in this room this is the <laughs> only room that's quiet and it's spacious and it's nice with the dramatic lighting right um yeah the lighting in here is um very dim i would say it's not like harsh or anything mm-hmm. compared to like literally outside the room on on the floor um but yeah it's just really spacious and is that Eric? Yeah, this is Eric, right? Oh, take yeah. off your shoes. Take, take off your shoes. Just take your shoes off. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, see, this is this is the only downside. The doors have to be uh, unlocked, so we yeah. never know when anyone's going to come in. So this is our uh, <laughs> this is our guest of to, to guest speaker today. How's it going, guys? It's Eric. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? If you're grunting, it's, like, it's also because we're all lying down because there's only rugs in this room. <laughs> so yeah, we're all lying. No chair. <laughs> we're, no chairs. we're uncivilized. We're on the floor. That's okay, man. That's how it's it is. Good. Okay, you know what? Let's, let's jump into it. I literally want to talk about this one topic. Mm-hmm. All right. right? I, I was warning about this for like weeks in my shower. Okay. Oh, wow. Dude, the best place to think. It's, it's always the best place to think. I always find like my best ideas come from the showers. Exactly, dude. Okay. But okay, let me ask you guys this, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, before we start, Eric, want to introduce yourself? All right. So, hi, guys. My name's Eric. All right. I'm in the third year industrial design program here in OK University. And I'm good friends with these two, Kamel and um, mm-hmm. I forgot this guy's name, but. Are you serious? No, 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 all right, okay, let me hit you guys with this question, okay? Because mm-hmm. I wondered about this, okay? Because I, I, I've been looking into the design community, the industrial design community specifically, about products and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Now, right. everyone raves on the online community when they see something really nicely rendered or really nicely designed with a lot of thought into it. It's like, it's like, oh, wow, that's an amazing design. But it would not sell in real life, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now, my question I'm posing is, if a product that sh- we designers see as a shitty product but it sells like hotcakes in the market for the everyday person. Mm-hmm. Would that still be considered good design? Because we're technically designing for the people. And doesn't the people get to say what is good and bad in terms of what we think is 
you know, like the product. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thought. Um, do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go yeah. first. So we're gonna have to take it in the perspective of branding, correct? Mm. As we spoke about earlier, prior to this broadcast. But branding. So what is branding? Branding is a a promise of experience, correct? Yeah. Right. So who defines the brand? It would be the company, no? No. People define the brand. People. People. What makes you say the people? Because I thought the company would want to be curating the brand, no? They would be curating the brand, but if the brand is bad for the people, yeah. right? People define the brand as bad, mm. right? So people are people are the definition of the brand. Yeah, that's what they are, correct? So therefore, if the people like the product, then it's considered good design because people define what is good design and what's bad design. Yeah, right. Mm. So that's my take on it. Okay. okay. What do you take? Um, I feel like it's slightly similar to Eric's point of view. I would say, uh, you as a company or a brand actually define uh you define like what product you sell and like the identity you give mm -hmm. to your product and it's more or less your customers or consumers who dictate the kind of market that you provide to them so in a sense my perspective is like yeah um the company and the brand control what what their image is and what they sell um but Nonetheless, you find out what your market is because of that. So mm. that's kind of my take on that. True. Okay. Yeah, man, because I was just thinking in my head, right? Because I was following, um, the question came to mind when I was following, uh, like, what's it called? The Shopify, like the e-commerce gurus. Right. Yeah. So I was watching some of their videos, and they're like, mm. one of them suggested for Amazon, right? Go mm. on Amazon, look for any product that you feel that's lacking in mm -hmm. a specific niche. Right. Right. And then innovate that product and i was like that's kind of what designers do like we kind of look for a niche market market look for a problem a very specific problem and how do we improve that system or that, that thing right there right right mm -hmm. so you see and then I, then after looking into it i was like holy shit a lot of these things are really badly designed right they, they don't look the most appealing or they look very cheap whatever mm -hmm. but they sell really fast and they sell really well right because the people think it's good design because mm -hmm. but because of my perspective now i'm thinking like oh wait is it like then who, like at the end, the real people that get to say what's good and what's bad are the people that sell it. That's what my opinion is. Like that, that buys it, I mean, mm. okay. right? Okay. Cause like at that rate, you can have the most beautiful, greatest looking thing that's totally feasible to manufacture, right? Like having all that stuff covered, right? And put it on the market. Yeah. Right. But people don't buy it. Then it's kind of just like a shit design then, right? Or it could be many other factors, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what I was wondering. It's like, right. oh shit, we're really at the mercy of the people here. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Leading into which, right, another question I want to impose on you guys, okay. right? Because I, I also wonder about this shit too, right? Because mm -hmm. I really like business and I was looking into it. I was like, wait, the more I look into design and business, right, the more it feels like we industrial designers, we're like entrepreneurs, but without the actual company. Like we think, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I right? You that. guys know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we, we think of all these ideas and all these problems, all these systems, right? Yeah. That could be feasible, right? In the real world. Mm -hmm. But we, we, but we don't run a company to implement those ideas that we could make a lot of money off it ourselves. But we don't. We sell those ideas or whatever to people with companies, mm -hmm. right? We're like entrepreneurs without the risk, is my opinion. What do you think? Like, do you think it's like, do you think it's like that? <laughs> 
Well, it really depends what type of person you are, right? If yeah. you're willing to take mm-hmm. a risk and make your own company and set out with a goal, with that first, like, they call it like the first pail of gold, right? So yeah. if you make that type of money and invest it into your company to start something, but it always comes down to budget. How much budget you start out with, yeah. right? So since those established companies such as Nike, right, Adidas, and all those like huge brands, right, they really have a budget. So you mm-hmm. can't beat their budget. True. Right? So you're going to might as well just sell your idea to them and say, okay, give me a royalty back. Yeah. Right? It's because you can't really afford to go out there and manufacture tens and thousands of stuff. Right? Yeah. So, right. Yeah, that's why. Ah, Shu, what do you think? Uh, I would think, yeah, we are kind of in a position where we don't, like as a designer, yeah, I do, I do think we, we don't play risk. Because mm-hmm. um, like, as a designer, you're more or less focused on uh, problem solving and giving solutions rather than create like providing opportunities, which is more of like what I think an entrepreneur would be. Yeah. is someone that provides opportunities or shows the options and then says, but I recommend this option because greater risk, greater reward, basically. Yeah. But in, in the sense of a designer, you're like, no, I'm going to give the best solution that benefits both parties as a company or brand and then the consumer. Mm-hmm. Not trying to play both in the sense like one's going to take more than the other. Yeah. In terms of the reward. Like finding the best solution yeah. at the right price. Exactly. Right. Yeah, man. That shit's wild to me. Like the more right. I look into design, I think it's so cool. Yeah. Right. I remember, um, in my opinion, like I've thought about that too. I'm mm. like, we don't risk a lot, but we're like, like the only thing I would say a designer risks in themselves is their ability to offer to someone else. Mm-hmm. Because literally most times, like like you said, we're, we're people that don't have a company. So what does that mean? That means we basically don't have anything to us if we're not like a high reputable like person as a designer. Mm-hmm. So like we're kind of basically starting from scratch in that sense. And so you're basically just putting yourself out there um, and you're just kind of like laying yourself out, hoping or like thinking that whatever I do will make a better outcome and result. And that eventually just compiles into a record of like, yeah, I know this person as a designer. And Mm. it's like, yeah, 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 he's good at this and this and this. It's like, I highly recommend them. So it's eventually like you're uh, accumulating, what's it? Like credibility. Yeah, credibility. Yeah. And that's kind of how I see it. That's one thing I'm really scared of, Mm. right? Like when I actually work out in the real world, right? Mm -hmm. It's like we, literally have like a certain number of strikes we can have before we're considered like a really bad designer you know what i mean like (laughs) our credibility like a lot of our stuff is really based on credibility like can he do the job and do it consistently yeah right right not just turn out like one hit wonders or like Mm -hmm. this guy's like or consistently hitting below the average yeah right but a lot of times, dude, you hit that one-hit wonder, you're set for life. You're set for life. It's so for life, true, man. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for consistency, you're going to have to tone your skills. But you hit that one, mm. one-hit wonder, bro. Yeah. You got everything, man. Next like, 10 years, it's set, dude. Like, I'm wondering who the hell designed the fidget spinner. Like, I... That, <laughs> and I'm wondering who the hell will invest in that shit. Crazy people, though. People like I actually have a person, like a friend of mine, right? Back yeah. when I was in Lakehead studying engineering, right? One of my boys, 
he his uncle actually invested in fidget spinner when it was on the rise. Exactly right. Right, and right. he became the uncle became an instant millionaire. Right, <laughs> oh, sold all the wow. stock, and then boom, that guy was fucking he had millions in his bank account. Mm. Right, and then he was chilling. I was like, yo, literally just catching up, not even making the product for catching one wave. Right, yeah, men exactly. sight men set for most of his life. Right, that's the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what? Okay, I want to ask you guys this too. Like, what? I I would prefer royalties on products mm-hmm. over than like front pay. If someone came up to you, like Adidas came up to you, like I want you right. to produce this product. Right. We don't know if it's gonna be a hit or not. Right. Mm. right. But we could pay you more upfront or pay like less upfront, but you get royalties. Right. Okay. What do you guys prefer? Hmm. At this very moment, with that current knowledge of industrial design. All right. So when they say you don't know what's a hit or a miss yeah. product, there's, that's there's on, no, that, that, no, that's on YouTube figure for mm, now, dude. Facts. All right. So mm-hmm. if you can, if they say that, then you're like, oh shit, dude. There's my time to shine. If I could go do the research, go do like the uh, user research and like all the experience stuff, mm-hmm. right? And how to make this product a hit. Yeah. Right. Then you can say royalty. If you know it's not a hit, straight up pay. But they have to tell them up front though. Yeah, you gotta tell them up front. You tell them up front. But yeah. then, okay, but you knowing that though, would you then take the upfront pay or the royalty pay? So if it's gonna be a hit, royalty. If it's not gonna be a but hit. But no, 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 you don't know it's gonna be a hit or miss though. You can, you can tell oh. them straight up. So this is oh, like, okay. yeah, this is you in the meeting at that very at moment. That ver- so they say, take the deal or leave, right? Yeah, take okay. the deal or royalty or leave. Right. Mm. Right? But okay. you have to think in your head, you're like, all right, well, that's, that's, that's when it comes up to you. If you take the royalty route, can you, do you think you can make a hit? All right. Then, then you gotta think what, what, like, what position you are. You starting out designer, or like you're like gonna be like a senior designer. Let's say, let's say you got like two years under your belt. Like you're two like years, two you're, years you're not time? you're not too you're relatively new. new. Yeah, you're okay. you're relatively new, but you're not fresh off the market. Fresh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'll take the straight up pay. You take the straight up pay. Yeah, I'll take the straight up pay. How about you? That's too much of a risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be the same. I would say take the pay, front pay, because yeah. uh, for one, you're not risk. You're, well, you're not risking anything. Yeah. If you're gonna give it the context of two years under my belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Secondly, there's no way that whatever I make right now is worth royalties in the long run, because well, then. How do you know that though? But it's like you don't you, know that. That's don't the know that. It's a fifty. But if you weigh yeah, it, right? like this is me thinking about it now. If like if you weigh it. What happens when they discontinue it in like two, mm-hmm. three years, and that's all you get out of the royalty? True. Then it's like, what was? See, how much my thing is, because what if you do make it those two, three years that they make mm. the money off it? Yeah. Right. That should be easily pay more than what they pay you up front, right? Depending okay. on how much they pay you up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I think I would take royalties. I think ninety percent of my deals, like I'll always probably lean towards royalties. Right? Just because it's a passive income, I guess. Yeah, because it's passive income. income. Right, because like we still have, because at this rate we probably have our own jobs, whatever, right? Yeah. But yeah. I'll take the passive income, right? Because mm, okay. over the time, even I don't get paid as much as I would upfront. That's passive income. Then I don't have to think about it. And then I don't know. It just, I always like to think of like, oh, well, what if it becomes a hit? <laughs> right. Like stupider things became hits before. Just go back through the the market. You're just history. taking the risk, though. Man. Yeah, I'm taking. I'll yeah, take, the take the risk. For the royalty, yeah, because you're like you said, right? It's like your um, what's it called? Your your confidence in design, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like if I don't, if I take the pay up front, I already lost the battle in my mind. All right. 
right? All right, so then t- talking about this, then okay, you know Bitcoin and fidget spinners, right? Yeah, they're on the same, they're on the same level, right? They're on the same level. Right? Now they're on the same scale. So, so tell me, so which one? Yeah. Out of YouTube, who invested in Bitcoin? Who invested in Bitcoin? Me? Yeah. Did you invest? No, I had a friend who did though. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Did you invest in Bitcoin? No, I didn't. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't know about Bitcoin till later. Exactly. That's I true. knew about it, and, yeah. I, and I didn't think it was gonna blow up. <laughs> so, oh, yeah? so, so I'm like, I'm like, huh. Ah. So it doesn't matter. This is your point. own experience. So it's my my own experience. So mm. I'm not the type of person who's gonna instantly look at something and go like, that's gonna be a hit. That's gonna be a miss. Yeah. Because right? it's mm-hmm. gambling for me. I don't like to gamble. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to do extensive research. If I did extensive research on Bitcoin and look at trends, right? Mm-hmm. Trend experiences going up for that, being like um like online commitments and all that stuff, it's yeah. going up in the air. Then yeah. I'll invest in Bitcoin because mm-hmm. I know 100% it's gonna be a hit. Yeah. True. Right. And same okay. with fidget spinners. If I knew how stupid this population was, dude, I'll fucking invest in that shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. There's been dumber things, right? Because okay, everything is designed. Right? We can exactly. do that. Everything's yes. designed. Nice push-ups, bro. Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everything's designed, right? So, I remember what's it called. There's a guy who sold a pet rock. Literally, it's just a rock. <laughs> yeah. It's Wait. a rock in a cardboard box, right? All right. And okay. it's sold for a dollar at, you know, convenience stores, dollar stores. Uh-huh. It became so popular, the guy became an instant millionaire. <laughs> I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about this. For a pet rock. Have I heard about this? I mean, yeah. All right. Right? Okay. But we're going to have to analyze the branding behind the pet rock, though. Dude, oh, yeah? You think you there's gotta, branding? Yeah. You, you think gotta, there's branding you behind the pet rock? No, you got to understand that branding experience, yeah. dude. Right? Like, like, I, I what, think it, okay, tell me. What, what experience do you get from buying a pet rock? Yeah, okay. Okay, no. Not just <laughs> on top of that. Okay, yeah. I think it's beyond. I think, you know how you have high-level functions? I think it's beyond the branding. It's beyond right? the branding? I think it goes mm. down to the fundamental human psychology, right? Where we think it's hilarious, so we buy it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's not even the yeah. branding, bro. So no, that's a, the problem experience. Dude, like I have a story to tell. Okay. I bought a damn pet rock. I'm gonna show my friends, dude. This is Rocky, dude. I'm gonna no, throw my you you <laughs> pet Okay, I would buy a pet rock as a joke gift. As a joke gift? Yeah, that's what the main market was. Too. The main market was a joke gift. Oh right? interesting. Yeah, because okay. you know people wanna buy a fucking pet rock, but the way <laughs> you, okay, you know what? Think about it now, you're right. The way they branded it, the yeah. way they the way they marketed it mm-hmm. was it was a joke gift. Like, exactly. get a pet rock for your best friend or buddy or whatever. Yeah. Exactly, right? right? So people are like, yo, that's a sick joke to buy. So yeah. they're selling a joke. They're not selling a pet rock. Yeah, they're selling a joke. That's, that's literally what yeah, they're, they're selling, selling a joke, joke so for you a dollar. So you got to think about the branding again, though. Yeah, for I a dollar, you, know. you can add okay. this joke onto your present. Exactly. <laughs> right? It's think of Starbucks, dude. They're like, browning coffee beans. This is what, 0. 0.25 cents, right? To yeah. brown coffee beans. Mm-hmm. But you put the freaking logo of Starbucks on it. Dude, now it's five bucks. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Literally, because they promise you an experience of high class coffee. No, it's okay. that simple. Is this the type of shit you would think of though when you're making a product? Where you yeah, think of- dude. Before no, because it's very first year, mm. right? I want to come in. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be in shops all day. I want to make stuff. Yeah, right. I want to yeah. just make stuff. But now I'm like, dude. Okay, we're actually gonna have to understand how does these businesses collate in our world and how do they interconnect, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then come up with branding strategies to get people hooked on it. That's mm-hmm. where like the right. customer loyalty comes in. So they'll yeah. be returning customers every time yeah, because they're yeah. familiar with this and stuff. So right. then you gotta have to design products accordingly to that system. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? fair. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy to me? Because like, what's it called? I recently found out the difference between us and graphic designers when it comes to branding, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, okay. I was literally looking yeah. at it because yeah. I was following a lot of stuff, researching on the graphic design and shit, mm-hmm. right? And then like the, the business of design, right? How that all goes down, right? right? I'm seeing like, because like, I, so, like, I know one of the options for ID is to become a brand specialist, 
right? Mm-hmm. Or become a creative director and stuff, right? right? I was like, oh, then what's the, like, why don't you just become a graphic designer? Then yeah, you brought up a good point where we actually design, the branding, the branding will be already there and established. Yeah. We'll be in there to work within that framework while other people are design specialists. The people who do uh, branding strategy yeah. is when they set up the framework for us to work mm-hmm. under, mm-hmm. Right. right? Unless you're starting from scratch and that's a whole different story, mm-hmm. right? Man, if you ran, okay. I know, I know you want to run your own company. Do you want to yep. run your own company? Of course, dude. I've been telling you since day one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. Hey, tell me this. Like, how would you package? How? Okay. I always wanted this too because I want to run my own company. Yeah. I'm thinking like, how would you package it? How would you do the like? How much would you charge for a package? Like, what would be okay? Beyond charging, what would be in your package? Your base package. The basic package. The right? basic package. Like we know because every every business plan has like a service, but they have. Like a package of sort, like hey, like entitles the content, and yeah, entitles like okay. what what is in it, okay, right? Because example, like oh, like plumber, so like you get a plumber, you know, you get like you you probably fix your plumbing, whatever, and charge you afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then what what's the context for us? Like what what mm-hmm. is, what do you pay, and what do we, what do they get? Right. Okay. I don't know. What what are you guys thinking for yours? Because I was thinking like. I really don't know at the moment because there's so much path to walk, right? I could yeah. be a design strategist. I could be a, like a branding, branding like specialist too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There's so much ways to walk. So then it's like if I were to focus on product alone, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give you this amount of sketches, this amount of things for like this package, right? It's simple product design. I'll yeah. skin, I'll skin the product for you, yeah. right? It's called skinning the outer aesthetics and stuff, yeah, right? And I'll make it work. Due to experience, like how how does it how does it interact with people's ecosystems and at homes or like wherever they're going, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll probably give them if I'm doing like research, right? I'll I'll give them highly like detailed analysis of whatever user they're looking into and all that stuff. So it really depends on what like subject area you're focusing on. That's what I'm asking though. Like what yeah. what would what, what would you? That's why I don't know. Oh, That's why I don't yeah. know, right? Because I'm like mm. a lot of things. It's like it's like you know, money does the talking sometimes. I'm like, dude, design strategy. I don't have to do much work, but I make so much money. Yeah. Right. But then product design is like what I love to do, but it's like it goes going down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going down. It's like trying to find them somewhere in the middle. Someone in the middle where I could do some strategy to make my like income, mm, but yeah. also do what I want to do. Yeah. But, but to you, it's it just doesn't make any sense, or you're not clear on like the direction you want to go for that kind of meeting the middle. Exactly. Right. I'm not sure yet. Does that thing come out? I see. Very true. How about you guys? I mean, I know I've been saying for a while, like, healthcare. Um, but I think I want to not necessarily anchor my thought of a business necessarily in healthcare too much right now. Um, like, too many times in the last semester, uh, I remember I had conversations with, like, Rani, who was our prof, and, like, she she kept reminding me from time to time, like, just keep your mind open because mm-hmm. uh, if you're too focused, like I remember, you know how most guys in design in the first year were like, oh, car designer, easily. I want to do that or something like that. That, that might have been me, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, there's no, no. so many car like designers, that, dude. <laughs> like, that's what, that's what we wanted at first. And yeah. then, like, you know, going into the year after, and it's like, oh, then it becomes more like, yeah, like product and like making real products for other people and then mm-hmm. like in your year eric you're like you're you did healthcare last semester yeah so like that kind of opened the door for that kind of department and that's something i've heard but like there's don't you think there's still more to what you could take away out of like 
this semester for you, like, because you're in third year. Right. So, like, you're now just starting to learn more about brand and strategy and all this stuff, I'm assuming. Oh, honestly, yo, brand and strategy are electives I took. Okay. Right? Because I know that's where the, the, like, the place is heading. It's headed towards uh, informational economy. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it's okay. not no more um, things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, that's why I took branding. If okay. you add, so now to add value is the branding and the platform. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's what you need to get really important from, right? Mm-hmm. From systems, it comes from the, like the whole thing runs a whole system. Yeah. Right? So, okay. what was the question again? It was the, like, how much I could take back from this? Uh, well, like, it was more like I was thinking about don't you think there's more this semester that for you, like, you can take away? In terms of what you'll get out of this like whatever courses you're taking right now mm-hmm. like what do you think you can get out of that in terms of the information oh okay so i think for third year yeah the electives you take really define like what direction you might go into for fourth year thesis mm. right for me okay. i'm starting to get interested in how humans interact with each other and how this world runs mm-hmm. right which is all i'm talking about like the experience the system the branding yeah right? and then the platforms that these products are sold from mm-hmm. etc all those stuff right so i was just really interested in those but some right. people took like furniture design and stuff so they might be more hands-on yeah than me yeah right? where i'm more research-based and strategy-based mm-hmm. right so from what i take away from this it's like it might define you for for your thesis mm. oh yeah. shit. i see didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what I'm, that's like what I'm trying to get at is like that's what Randy was trying to point out to me last semester. Is like yeah, you I like I may be in second year, but like there's like a much bigger window to be had still, going into third year. Yeah, and it's like that's not really perceived yet for like me and you, Wilson. But like yeah, like once we get there, then it's like maybe our aspects will change. So like. This is why I'm so like I'm I'm also like Eric. I'm like I don't really know where I'm gonna go because like there's still a lot to learn. Like even Eric admits like there's still more to there's learn. There's so much to learn. It's like honestly. how there's a lot to define the way your projection of a job or a career would go. Mm-hmm. And like there's I don't think it's fair for you as a designer to mm-hmm. necessarily stick yourself into one area at first, especially when you think. Um, there's a lot more to be had. Otherwise, like you kind of just shut out like a huge angle of opportunity in one direction mm-hmm. from doing that. That's fair. Because I'll say like this, pretty much, if you really love doing that one thing, like health design, right? Mm-hmm. You're on it every day. Your computer, you open that, you, you have something about health, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The moment you open your phone, there's something about health, right? If you're that in love with it, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Right, but right. I'm not that in love with anything yet, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm more of a jack of all trades. Same. But master none, mm-hmm. right? Right. So some people are really just the master. They know everything about this, stuff, but yeah. I only know generally about everything. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's why yeah. I can't really have clear direction. Mm-hmm. For those people who know what they're doing, they they go straight line. Mm-hmm. Right. They, yeah. they know their shit. Yeah. yeah. There's like yeah. a bunch of people like that in like are there? any year. Oh, yeah. Like like in in like because I started with Eric mm-hmm. and like. I would say, would you say like there are people now in like in your year, third year, that kind of like have yeah, it down? Yeah, some already? people are really interested in health. 
they know a lot about how they know how big like how to design for babies mm-hmm. how to design yeah. for mothers right and yeah. who are going for labor yeah. what's going on like the hospital system mm-hmm. right they know mm-hmm. all that stuff they know what the codes are right i right. don't know that stuff i'm right. generally not yeah right they know highly detailed spots yeah so that's their specialty mm-hmm. they should go straight into that no problem yeah right but for me like okay i'm generally like yo i know how this world generally turns Right, it turns on axes. The baby in four dimensional. Basics of the basics of going into right, and then like mm-hmm. some interests are like they're all over the place. I play with the guitar sometimes, right? Really yeah. into guitar at one point, but I dropped it. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not too boring. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right. So then, but then I'm yeah. going to three D mm-hmm. modeling, but now I'm like, okay, I know a bit. I drop it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So there's nothing that I really, really love. Love. There's only things that mm. I tend to catch my eye. Right. Okay. Eye candy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man. Life, what's it called? My whole thing, going back to the original question, was like, I was going to go, what's it called? Um, I was going to build a product for them. Like, I would do, like, the A to Z. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll go, like, all right, sketch, we'll go to sketch, like, talk about the idea. Yeah. Right. Market test it. See how far that goes. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, if market testing works well, right, mm-hmm. then we go on to, like, all the way to manufacturing. Right. Right. And then, from that point of manufacturing, then I'm done. Right, mm. then the marketing and all that stuff he does with the stock, that's all on him. Mm. Right, so I, I pretty much hold his hand up to that point. Right, I see. Yeah, okay. right. And in terms of, I don't know, I don't think I'll offer branding or anything like that. Right, yeah. maybe product strategy. Mm-hmm. Right, probably help him out with that. But at that point, yeah, man, because like I wanted to run a company where it's like uh, kind of like Umbra, right? Mm. Where they like they don't do this just do furniture. They release like little trinkets, little gadgets, and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. They mm-hmm. that sell. That's like I want to do something like that. Right? Right. Because I was thinking thesis. Right? Would I be able to prove myself as a designer if I found a market niche, sold this product on Amazon, and did really well with it on Amazon? Does that count towards my thesis? Would that be a thing? Mm. Right. And then my okay. thesis would be like, well, I like I want to prove myself. I want to prove like what's it called? The thing I want to prove is design can make good products that will sell well on today's market, right? Because that will generally speak to the business people, right? Because mm-hmm. business yeah. people don't give a sh- Like, as far as I know, and from ev- what everyone tells me, it's like, business people only care about the numbers and only care about the results, mm-hmm. right? So right. I was like, all right, well, now I'm thinking, well, if, one, if you want to have good design products out there, you have to prove that it can sell, right? Mm-hmm. If the market speaks, the business people will follow. Right, so yeah. if I can design something that's well designed, like beautiful, whatever, right, mm-hmm. whatever it is, my own way, right, the way I perceive it, and I sell it well on whatever platform it is, right? Yeah, would that be enough to prove my in my thesis? Like, this is how I'm going. This is how one way to change the world by proving to people through numbers and through raw statistics that this design that that this design product mm-hmm. can sell really well at this market price. Okay, that'd be a thing. For thesis, yeah, you might have a hard time pitching that, because because if you're gonna be redesigning new like market niches, yeah, right, then like again the teacher is gonna be like, you want to be something more original, want to be something more different, mm-hmm. yeah, right, than what's already out there. If people thought about this, people are gonna think more about it already. Yeah. So your design might be already in the makings by the time you're done. True, but what if I already have it out in the market? And then, well. then it's something different. Then it comes down to uh, a thesis about statistics, mm-hmm. right? Because you've already done the market. You're testing how well this mar- this like item sells yeah. on this platform mm-hmm. or in multiple platforms, yeah, right? And see which one is selling the best, and which and you're getting data from that and saying like why is it selling best from Amazon compared to whatever like Alibaba, 
mm-hmm. right? And which like demographic it like goes to. Then you're doing analysis work, which is design research. It's yeah. not no longer product design that you kind of want to do, which seems from your package. Shit. Yeah. Because then that would be a good thesis. That would be like, oh shit, that's like smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Mm. Damn, dude. Well, so wait, thesis is just whatever you want, right? You just have to propose a good question mm-hmm. that you want to prove. Yeah. It's like, for example, if you're one person who say, how can I lower friction between money interactions? Oh, yeah. What's it called? Friction. I remember she told me about you, that. Like, she told you about that, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Did you hear about that? I didn't. I don't think I did. explain it? Okay, I'll explain it. Sure. So there's friction between like transactions like throughout history, right? Okay. So before, we used to trade with stocks. I change yeah. you a cow for how many apples? Yeah. Right. So well, you got to bring the cow. You got to bring the apples. Like huge labor. Mm-hmm. Like thing, and then slowly became into like coin currency. And yeah. now we're dealing with, um, like you know, digital currency. Mm-hmm. Right. But that still takes time to like transfer to people. And mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's what he was targeting. So in the end, he came up with a solution of saying, "What if money was time?" Right. Going back to that original concept. So he literally said, "You can get paid in in time." Right. So you work three hours, A equals iPhone. Boom. You don't have to give money. It just counts your number of hours and you just get an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know it, right? Yeah. So that's how the whole system works. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so time is your money. Oh, okay. And that the thing for that is like people on then would be really concerned about how they spend their money. Because mm-hmm. they're spending their time now, not their money. So the value of money mm. is no more. And now it's your value of your time. Is this a thesis that's happening now, or has someone proposed? It was two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was two and years he got, ago. He got picked up by TD. TD, yeah, picked uh, up TD by TD, Bank. and he's a senior director over there now. Yeah. Whoa. The TD yeah. Bank picked it up. That's mm-hmm. insane. Okay. Wow. But the problem with that one that I saw was mm-hmm. that what about the payday effect? Payday. It would oh, hit the economy really hard, mm-hmm. right? Because when people get paid, yeah, they have the tendency to like, we go out. Yeah. <laughs> we buy stuff. We have fun, mm-hmm. right? But then now they know that they can pay with their time, right? Mm-hmm. Now they can be like, oh, it's my time. I gotta be careful with this. It's like, this coffee costs 20, 20, like 20 minutes of my time working, yeah. right? So they're gonna, there's mm-hmm. gonna be a huge effect on it. Yeah. There'll be a huge like, transformation and economic growth. One other thing that, that I saw the oversight of, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, people, technically, we have that right now, right? Because, right? like, if your time equals money, that's how we differentiate from our salaries, mm-hmm. right? right? Because now if it's just no more money, it's only time, what says that my time is more valuable than your time? You know exactly. what I mean? Right. Because like, you know that, okay. you know, you know, you see that meme or like that post with uh, Bill Gates, if he drops a $100 bill and picks it back up, he mm-hmm. made 10 times that much from the time he picked it up, picked up his own $100 bill. Oh yeah, exactly. Right? It's so, like, what, like at that point, what, det- what system, how do we determine that? Like this then guy's the, more valuable. Because then the system would be like people working under you. Yeah. Right. Then you'll be taking some of their time. Yeah. Right. Because right? mm-hmm. now this is, it's, it's such a huge thing. Now I guess it goes to a point where now we're giving time. Giving time to others. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or you're saving your own time. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Right. That's so weird. But yeah. But that's literally how it is, though. In that world, you're giving time to your boss. Yeah. Right. Wherever you're working to. Yeah. Instead of them giving time to you. Mm-hmm. Right. So they accumulate your time compared to use their time. Exactly. They use your time to buy stuff. Yeah. That's why it's so cool. That's why I want to own my own company, man. Because I was thinking about, I was like, yo, holy shit. Because I, I, as you guys know, I already worked like a nine to five job before. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it sucks, dude. Because like literally, this one. Okay, I saw this one thing. <laughs> that I was like, oh shit, it's so true, right? Yeah. Because I completed a project, right? It's like 
oh, this will bring in like $50,000 per month for us as a company, right? I'm like, that's cool. I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. I don't get $20,000 per month <laughs> for doing this shit. Right? I, don't, I see like a glimpse of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I look to my boss and I see him have a Porsche. I'm like, oh my God, the harder I work, the more shit he gets to have. Exactly, right. <laughs> Right? It just all unfolds it for you. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, yo, this is bull. Mm. Right? But right, then, right. Cool. I want to explore. Okay, going back to the, the time thing, though. I want to explore that more because, like, personally, that means they have to have a system in place for that time management. Would that be the banks or be the government? Right? Because pr- banks are mostly privately owned. See, banks would be non, like, no longer exist. Banks would non exist? Yeah, non exist because they deal with, like, the currency. Yeah, right? but now there is no currency. Now currency is time, so the government will have hundred percent tabs on everyone. True. Mm, yeah, and you. See. So if you're gonna be in that new society, you're gonna government's gonna know where you are, what yeah. you're working at, right? Yeah. The, the, yeah. the privacy is gonna be you like human, like human rights are gonna be like and then weird. It's gonna be really weird. You're gonna be they're different. gonna accept that. Yeah. In the next like what hundred years, if they go that route, right? Yeah. Like oh my god, they're gonna know everything about you. When did this guy buy milk? Yeah, man, literally. <laughs> yeah, right? But there are good and there are bad. The bad is like your privacy is gone, which I don't really care because privacy has a price. Yeah. Which can be mm-hmm. like paid. That off. we give up every day. That so for conveniences. Up. Yeah, for conveniences, right? But right. then the good part about this, like they have good tracking history of you. So yeah. if you were to get sick or anything, like automatically they'll know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Without doing diagnostics, which takes fifty percent of the time to figure yeah. out what's wrong with you, right? Right. Yeah. So they are good and they are bad. Yeah, man. You know, I'm also wondering right now. That just popped my head while we're talking, right? About the what's well, the good and bad. I thought about like the health sector, right? Say, cause like America doesn't have free health care, mm-hmm. right? So say like place that doesn't have free health care. Mm-hmm. What if you can't afford something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh well, that's game. Not <laughs> like you just die. <laughs> yeah, that's just game. You're like. Well, that's it. Yeah, do you, do you become so enslaved? Like, does that doctor call up on you if he wants Postmates? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, that, like, health, if we're going to talk about, like, the health sector in particular. Yeah, because it's not cheap, the health sector. Oh, no. Like, I'm, I, like, in Canada, obviously, we don't have this issue about paying our, our bills whenever we visit the hospital for whatever reason. But, like, uh, you know, there's, there's issues in, like, just the way that, privacy works here in Canada. Like privacy is like kind of one of the major topics of healthcare. And just there's just a lot of back and forth about the way, you know, things are moving, like talking about integrating like new software and new technologies and like all the resources that happen in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Because everything in healthcare, you know, like you know, Eric, mm-hmm. like you go through procedures, you go through like multiple layers of board board checks and like oh yeah definitely so like nothing necessarily can get through unless you've got everyone on board mm-hmm. right that's one thing i want you want to go towards health man design for health there's too much there's to so many leaps and bounds you have to go by and you have to get the doctor's approval mm-hmm. you have to go get it tested you gotta get like fcc tested you get all these fucking labels and mm-hmm. certifications to get your product through yeah mm-hmm. right and then you have to convince other doctors to buy it i didn't know this other doctors actually buy their own equipment I thought it was government because I thought it was like government gifted, right? Yeah, if right. it was like government ran, I thought it was government gifted. But it's actually convinced other doctors to buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when uh, me and you were at like Eric's presentations for Design for Health, and like we just recognized almost everyone that wasn't um, like ourselves or like family of some others or or the profs. Um, 
everyone was from the hospital that you were at. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like on top of that, there were di- like directors and executives watching and listening to your presentations. Yeah, it's pretty intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that's what's gonna happen next year for us. Yeah. And like we thought about this too, eh? Yeah. Like did. what's it called? We because the one co- most common question we saw from your presentation, right, was, is it scalable? Yeah. Is it ready to get it manufactured? And we're sitting there like, holy shit, man. These guys really These want, want... They want they products. Want they, yeah, want they, the want a, they want the A to Z, man. They, yeah. want the, they want you to present your prototype thesis, right? And then have and have the product ready to shotgun into the market if it if they can. Yeah, right? it's like they really, like, they really have a high expectation out of us as students mm-hmm. like to be able to just produce from A to Z and mm-hmm. think about that during the pro- project. That's the thing. That's that was what I found interesting when we were there, during the presentations. I also noticed like what's it called? The more simple the idea is. Yeah. Right. I guess it's obvious, but like mm-hmm. the more simple the idea is, even if it has like ten thousand flaws, yeah. right? They will naturally gravitate towards it, and they want to explore that one simple idea. Right? Yeah. Because that's why I noticed, right? Because like example, right? I saw some other people like from your design group, right? Walking around, right? This is some like it was like they're all pretty straightforward, right? But like some of them, they're like, "Oh, it's what it is, what it is," right? And mm-hmm. then they went straight to uh, Adrian's. Yeah, right? our boys like so. Our oh, our boy Adrian made an app, yeah. right? And then the app was to what's it called to keep track of healthcare patients, right? Yes. Simple idea, cool idea, right? Yeah. Lots of flaws though, and lots of things that could go wrong. But mm-hmm. everyone grabbed, everyone surrounded his table and his group. Yeah. Right. It's like holy that and the what's it called the musical one. Right, mm, so yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. I see how it is. Right, either it's gonna be simple or something very outside the box that will intrigue them. Exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, because I saw the plates, I saw the utilities, like the clothes, right, ever, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't generate as much buzz as it would, even though they were great solutions or ideas. They mm-hmm. did not generate as much buzz as the ones that were more, what's it called, out there. I guess you could say. Yeah, they're like more. They stood out. I would yeah. say the the app. Um, really stood out amongst every kind of product that was laid out. Mm-hmm. Everything was more conventional and tangible, but they worked with an app and software. And I think that's kind of what, I think that's like just seeing how many people were interested um, in Adrian's product at the time mm-hmm. really shows kind of where, you know, the, these people want, like in this particular hospital, they wanted that particular app and the way it functions despite what kind of flaws it may have in the future, mm-hmm. they're like, look, we like this. <laughs> they wanted it to further develop. It looked like they were looking for the future. Yeah, uh, I definitely saw that out of like just the body language and the way they like stuck around their table. Yeah. Like their conversations, I'm pretty sure, were like, this has potential. We just need to really push, push to get this. Yeah. At, at the end of the day. That's what I was thinking too, man. Like thinking about uh, what's it called? Even stuff we might have to design for this semester, mm-hmm. right? It's like everything we design, it feels like we shouldn't design for the present, right? Because right. like everything, what's it called? So far, all the reactions and stuff I've seen, right? If you design for the future, something like I could be, right? Mm-hmm. With a, like a great concept or whatever, people are a lot more lenient and a lot more into that idea, right? Right? Compared mm-hmm. to like they fixing something that is present right now. Right, mm-hmm. that could be the future, or like a little, like a quick foresight of the future. Yeah. Right, compared to something that they could see implemented for the long run. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Man. I was like, damn, dude. After I realized that, I'm like, damn, I need to start designing my shit differently. <laughs> yeah, you do, dude. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like, I personally feel that way about like the way I design currently is like trying to 
project for what a product could be in the future and mm-hmm. like not as, and like I think I, one of the things I do to challenge my thought process and design process is uh, how do I make it better than whatever is trending now because like make it more like unconventional whatever it may be whatever mm-hmm. and like, as far as I know but like something that pushes it beyond kind of what I think is okay for the present tense right so like something that you like I challenge myself to just think more yeah like future future forward mm-hmm. and just kind of think about foresight is the term I guess okay there's a yeah. there's a book I read recently right it's called the 80 principles of these of good design whatever right, mm-hmm. right. and these principles they want a whole bunch of stuff but one of the principles like what you said earlier right because yeah. like because you brought up a good fact where you have to make it tangible in the present right yeah. while still introducing new knowledge right because mm-hmm. what's it called I think yeah. we had a presentation of whatever right where it's like um they, they start off with like the Walkman, yeah, right? yeah. and then the disc player, and then the, what's it called, iPod, and now it's all yeah. digital Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're still introducing new innovations, but at a pace, right? Right, right. That goes into the future compared to, you can't just skip straight to the future. Yeah, exactly. Right, because then people don't know what the next step, or they get too confused of this new knowledge. It's called education of the like general public. Yeah. Because right? there are technologies out there that are like, holographic right that yeah mm-hmm. really developed already but yeah. the general public doesn't have the knowledge or education to use that yet yeah, yeah right if exactly. you look at the progression through like the iphones mm-hmm. first there were mechanical click buttons to get feedback right yeah, yeah. Yep. now there's no button yeah because mm-hmm. people like they they are educated to go like okay it's gonna go back no matter what yeah right yeah so it's progressively like educating them through the products mm-hmm. right so it's yeah probably designing for the future is actually designing for how is it, the present of their their insight of the, the company's yeah. mm-hmm. insight. It's not crazy. It's crazy. It's it's weird. not designing for. <laughs> it's not designing. Am for I high right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's ironic in the sense, and it's like I just back myself up to just back up to go forward. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, um, like they how to say it? Back to experience, mm-hmm. right? So the way you want to approach design these days for designing for the future is yeah. experience, like experience of getting out of bed in the morning. How would that look in the 15 years in the future, right, compared to now, mm. right? Like Airbnb, they envisioned, wow, everyone's going to share housing, right, in the future. That's their vision for the future, yeah. how to get mm-hmm. like easy housing that's affordable for everyone. That's their, their like vision of the future, right? And it works due yeah. to overpopulation and like rents going way high. They provide a solution to yeah, that, right? And hotels are too expensive. Way too expensive, right? So they became a huge competitor of the hotel chains. Yeah. Right? So that experience changed of like traveling. So right. like if you want to design like how like for example, how would you drink water from a fast in the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And I've been thinking about lighting. Why would you need to design even light bulbs anymore? Or like different types of cool looking lighting. Right. When it yeah. could be incorporated into your glasses one day. You could just have vision. You could even like not see. Like I've been thinking about this concept where yeah. people work in the digital space, right? Mm-hmm. You could still walk around and everything, right? Yeah. But you could just unsee the people. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> if you don't want to talk to, just unsee them. Yeah. Right? It's like blocking someone on Facebook. Yeah. But then it's in it's in reality. You can unsee them due to their clothing. They have identity on their clothing. Yeah. Unsee them right away. 
Damn, dude. Okay, yeah. speaking on top of that, yeah, I actually, a, yeah. okay, I actually had this crazy idea. Like same, like similar concept to yours. You're blocking people, mm-hmm. right? Because have you seen those? Uh, what's it called? The new, the new types of marketing tools they've been using. That one, that the thing that spins and it creates a like a 3D image. Have you seen that? Like at uh, Eating Center. They have, oh, it, they, they spin really fast. The yeah, thing. They yeah, spin yeah. really fast and they create this image and it looks oh. like it's three dimensional in person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm imagining like a future where it's even more like that. Right, because yeah. mm. I saw some movies like uh, Altered Carbon. It's a TV show, right? Oh, and then they yeah. actually have like in the scene. I was like, holy shit, it's so true, right? Because they have a bunch of like, TVs, whatever. The holographics, they can project it to somewhere else, right? And they have it everywhere, right? Who's to say drones can't be walking like drones while delivering something, mm-hmm. right? They can be projecting ads, right? And so right. what happens is people can become so easily overwhelmed and overstimulated by these marketing, right? They actually develop glasses or contacts that actually block like you have to buy this chip that yeah. adds onto your thing to block the ads mm. right so when you're walking down the street you don't just see like imagine walking down like <laughs> square one ads, yeah like, oh! <laughs> right? real life ad blocker chip. real life ad blocker right so you, when you walk down the streets you see the screen you don't see an ad you see like a blank white screen right right Okay. Or you could customize it. Or you customize you it. You customize to your own like liking. Right? Yeah, imagine you have a picture mm. of a cat saying "Hang in there." <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. What a dog would fight every single time. Yeah. Every single time. He generates like everything become, becomes a meme instead of an ad. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty lit. <laughs> oh man, what would memes look like in 15 years? Yeah, the experience of memes. How yeah. would I look like? How would the memes? I, this is something. I, 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 no, if we right. talk about memes, right? In the future, <laughs> legit, like you know the, how gifs became really popular. Yeah, like gifs yeah. and memes started combining. So yeah. what's the next step? What's the next step? Yeah, that's the, what's the next step. Because memes mm-hmm. became gifs. It's still true. Yeah, it's still right? true, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And then what happens next after? What's the next TikTok? Right? Like, how do we consume media next? Right? Cause like I'm already mm. thinking like what's it called people in TikTok right there's a whole bunch of random TikToks but these people are already making compilations for TikToks right and it's yeah. just six seconds dude it's literally Vine but TikTok <laughs> TikTok yeah yeah right I think I think in that sense like Vine kind of started that trend and then TikTok yeah. pushed it yeah further it was like it musically was. and then became TikTok. Right? Yeah. Because now I'm thinking like now, do you think memes? Because re- already videos are already becoming memes, right? Mm-hmm. Like TikTok yep. is virtually a meme generator as well. That is true. Right. Yep. So it's like, all right. So now, do does it become like become personalized memes, right? Mm. Where we see like now we have like meme stars, right? And we follow that. <laughs> cl- yeah, we follow yeah. that person's gonna be like a following again. Yeah, because oh, right? they be- I already see oh, some man. of it now, right? That's true. Right? Yeah. Where they serve, there's legit meme stars. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine the stream is just all about the way they produce a meme or like a GIF, and they're just like walking you through the process or like just talking about it, and they're just doing this like casually as a live stream. Yeah. I can right. imagine that. Like um, a good example, I'd imagine, uh, what's it called? King Batch. You oh, guys yeah, remember yeah. King, like the black guy? He was mm-hmm. just like, the backflip though. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I don't know who that is, but oh, that backflip. Like, that backflip, though. Like, I got it. Yeah. See, he's a meme. He was a meme star. People yeah. followed him because he made con, like he made they called comedy videos, but I saw them like mm-hmm. the quick clips are quick enough to be memes. Yeah. Yeah. They right. Are. And then everyone was repeating it. And it's like, yeah. oh, but that backflip, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I follow him right now on Instagram. Yeah. And like this guy, like just sends like clips posted all the time on his like Instagram. And it's just like, literally, it's a skit 
for whatever it could be. But you can, yes, like you said, you can you can perceive the meme already coming out of the, the clip. Yeah, right. Like it's all it's all there. It's all it's all happening so quick. I'm, yeah, man. Yeah. I, you know what I love it's though? True. You know what I find the funniest thing in the world is when older people try to hop in on the meme, on the memes, or the, the younger generations like comedy or shit like that. Right? <laughs> I find it so funny. They struggle so much, right? Which is understandable. It's trying to lead to it. Yeah, it's trying to be hit. I can respect, but yeah. I just find it so funny the process of it, right? Because <laughs> I have a coworker at my office right now, right? Mm-hmm. And he and he he likes to think himself as a memester. Right, but he has like the the what's it called humor of like a forty year old pervert. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, man. So All he right. sends me these memes. I was like, <laughs> like he'll send me an email, right? Yeah. That he's like, oh, I need this logo done, right? Mm-hmm. But he'll add a meme like something about fish, and somehow it's related to boobies. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the fuck? Am I looking at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fish related to boobies. Yeah, I'm looking at it, I'm like, like fish. Yeah. Boobies. And it, 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 he literally goes on Windows Paint. <laughs> And gets a picture of from Google of a of a fish, and he tries to caption it, <laughs> and I find it so funny. I'm like Kevin, um, are you trying to send me memes? He's like, yeah, pretty hilarious, isn't it? That fish. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Kevin. <laughs> yes. That's just you on the outside, but internally you're like, oh, oh no. Yeah, literally. <laughs> right? Watching it's it the old no laughing. Yeah. Oh no. no. Watching watching old people struggle with technology, like. How how are we gonna like think in the future now? Like how are we gonna like be involved with technology? Like, mm. do you think we'll ever be like Kevin <laughs> <laughs> and like trying to understand this new leaps and bounds of tech? Mm. I think right? that's a I think that's an interesting point. Like, what are we gonna be like that? I don't. Yeah. I personally don't feel like that will happen to us. I think it's more like if you have well, as me personally. Yeah. Uh. I consider myself like someone that wants to learn, yeah, and mm-hmm. always will try to like learn no matter what, like any kind of small tidbit of information, anything that can like help me improve what I know. That I think that part of me is what will help me like kind of keep up with yeah. what happens in technology, for example, um, and maybe like we'll see one day like if I if I still struggle one day as a like you know as a parent one day if that ever happens like. Man, when they, when they I, got 20 years later, y'all have to go for I don't know anything. I don't know. 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 Because I, I think feel, I did. Okay, this is what I predict in the future, right? Okay. Okay, this is what I predict right now, right? Because like right now we're in the what's it called? We're in the present. We're, we have the city mindset, right? Yeah. I call yeah. it a city mindset where we're we're right in the growth of it, right? We're right in the mm. meat of it, right? Mm. Of tech. So yeah. we always have like ability to adapt to tech because like oh, it's always new something being introduced, right? Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Right. But then as the city grows and become more and more evolved, right? Mm-hmm. We I feel like we slowly push out the more. Like what's it called? The more people that want to live a simple life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the people who are like, I just want a simple life. I just mm-hmm. want a nine to five. I just want to do this and that, right? Oh, All right. I care about is family. I don't really care about tech, yeah. right. right? That kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like they'll use tech if they have to talk to their family, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like more and more of those people are being slowly pushed out and like more, like then the city becomes more of like a young generation hub. Yeah. And then the suburbs become where you would retire or middle age, mm-hmm. right? 
Right. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm predicting now. Because right. Because like, who who else is like what what middle aged person that doesn't have a job here, right. right? Or wants to have a job here, going to work here because the rent is so high, right? right. And the yeah. only reason why the young people are here is because we have school. Yeah. <laughs> right. We <laughs> have school, right? Yeah, and school like the right. some other like right. s- small businesses, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me, right? Yeah. I just feel like the city's gonna get younger and younger. Mm-hmm. It is. Well. In the perspective of a designer, right? You're gonna have to keep learning these new stuff oh, to implement yeah. into your like designs every day, right? So you're gonna have to keep learning no matter what. Yeah. Maybe maybe you'll change one day when you have a family, because I know shit changes when you get a family. Oh yeah, right? it changes right. big time. When Charlie's pooping, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> go, man. You're, learning, you're sitting there learning this new like uh, freaking like uh. AR thing and yeah. he's like yeah. Charlie needs his ass wiped. <laughs> 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 right? like, like, yeah, I gotta go. Right. Charlie, gotta go. <laughs> Drops a simulation, whatever. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yo, okay. Mm-hmm. Speak of that. Do you think like do you think every tool is gonna be visible like viable soon? Because I feel like what's got us sketching becomes what well, might become a thing in the past, right? I don't know because like now we're going to digital sketch sketching, but now mm-hmm. with AI, right? It's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, I actually uh, I actually had a thought recently. I was like. Will drawing ever become a lost art? Because like, I feel like it's. I personally feel like it's. It is losing its way in the in the design industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's like a novelty now. It yeah. Novelty. Like I see it's it on. Nice it's a very nice novelty. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, It's like something I see on Instagram, and it's more on the trending page, or like if you have like those drawing or sketch Instagram accounts that just like show you like crazy renders mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it'll become like that in terms of the novelty mm-hmm. and it'd be like whoa that's cool but it's like but i don't want to like jump into yeah. that okay see that's the one thing i was i also noticed too man like industrial design sketching i see mm-hmm. amazing sketches on instagram whatever right yeah and then now 90 percent of those sketchers just teach sketching yeah right they're not even industrial designers they just they're teach illustrators they're, they're illustrators they're illustrators Right, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, wait, yeah. <laughs> they just yeah. they, they can just teach you how to draw in this style, right? Yeah, literally. They're not industrial designers. <laughs> so I was like, oh snap, is that is that the case now? <laughs> All I know is like, if you're gonna know, you know how to draw, right? Mm-hmm. It's good to keep it under your branding as a designer. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can right. pull up a piece of paper and draw the exact thing your client's describing right in front of them, which I've done before. Yeah, works out great, bro. They sold on you. They're like, this man's capable. He can render right in front of me. Yeah. You know it? Yeah. Instead of pulling out like, okay, I need I need a week. You need to go render some stuff on the computer, then bring it to you, right? Yeah. You do it on the spot. You design on form right away. Yeah. yeah. And then you go render, right? That's a novelty that people can't really get with letters. People can't draw. Fair. Right? So yeah. even drawing on iPad, people still gonna do sketching. Yeah. Maybe not on paper, but on the iPad, on they will sketch just as fast yeah. with the client sitting next to them. Like, right. wow. 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 It's a novelty that they look you look yeah. at and value be like, wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's a wow factor. True. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what do you think is a bigger wow factor? Right? Because now I'm starting to see VR in the industrial design industry more and more. Right? Some people the actually VR sketching, dude? The VR sketching oh shit, God, dude. dude. Oh. Is that shit crazy? Like they make a fucking full on 3D model in yeah. there, right? Now imagine us being really fast at that. Right? And now like what's the we'll be ripped. Just see like magic hands waving up and all around and the client's just yeah. looking at you like don't even know what you're doing because it doesn't have anything to see but yeah. just you and your, <laughs> yeah. and your business. You're like you like yo, yo, um, would, you, okay, would you do that though? Would you would you go into the, the VR the VR scene? Right? Would you mm. would if because like say this, right? Because this is what I'm imagining, right? Is 
what's it called? Meetings are now going to be holographic, right? People put yep. on their VRs. Now you're in this digital meeting room, mm-hmm. right? And then you whip out instead of whipping out iPad and a pen, you whip out two fucking hands, yeah, <laughs> and, you start, and you, start, you start you start building it 3D. <laughs> it's like, is this the shit you're talking about, buddy? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think we're ready for this. This is a different thought, by the way. Yeah, I don't think we're ready for this when it comes like. Right now, we're in a place where VR and AR are kind of like happening and they're kind of uh, moving on and they're like getting better. Yeah. But like one day, we're going to get to the point where it, it just becomes a seamless transition to everything can be augmented for us. Yeah. So, like the workspace you're in, like for example, this room that we're in right now, yeah. this could essentially just become another workspace if you augment it. And mm-hmm. then this could be like your whole workspace yeah but like i don't feel like we're ready to make that integration just yet i don't know how you guys feel because like like it's, it's all related to your your thought of like making like using vr yeah it's like what if you have video calls like this and holographic calls like this and you augment the room to actually create the workspace yeah. to mm-hmm. demonstrate to a client how crazy that'd be that'd be amazing going that workspace you're in like a digital office like this yeah like, well look at this is an office but like you yeah. just Create a space and then you yeah. turn that into a workspace. Basically, yeah. can you imagine like guy comes in, right? It's like comes in your door, VR style. All right, guys, uh, this uh, is it. We're done. <laughs> See ya. Have a good time. All right, guys. Now we're outside of the multi faith room, mm-hmm. and um, so if you hear the sound quality is different or you see background noise, it's that's why we're outside now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So for the record, just just to let you know what happened, basically, uh, someone came in and uh, we literally, all three of us, just like shut, like zip quiet, and we're like, all right, it's it's time to wrap this up. So literally, we just started packing. We didn't say anything. We're just like, yeah, I think we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> so we just packed up and like left the room, and now we're here outside on the sixth floor from the multi Bay film. But um, I think this speaks merits of our character really because like yeah. we use it when it's empty and the moment someone actually came in to pray we're, we're out like, we're like silent silent we're out we're like oh like oh crap yeah we respect that i start i start playing like choir music like like that's it man this place is yours <laughs> this place is holy yeah. it's back to being holy we have no longer solid it with our podcasting solid <laughs> it we haven't we haven't stained it with our, our, podcast our dirty podcast words <laughs> dirty podcast words um, but yeah, guys, uh, we're gonna wrap it up now. We just noticed we talked for like an hour. Sorry, it's really loud out here, yeah. right? But that was me, Kamal, with our speak uh, guest speaker, Eric. It's been a lot of fun. If you have any thoughts about anything you want to talk about, like if you have any, like it's like, oh, they oversaw this, like, oh, they're wrong about this, correct us or teach us something new or yeah, give sure. us, yeah, or give us your two cents, yeah, right? Like, we want to know what you guys think. We want to hear what you guys are thinking. Yeah. Uh, and even throw in a topic that you want to hear us talk about next time. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. Feed us content, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the content. Give us the content. But um, from anyway, between like industrial designers, I was writing the field to students because we're, me and Kamal are second year students. Yeah. Right? While um, Eric is a third year student. So our perspective on design and things are very, like, very different from what it is on the field. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe it is refreshing to hear what students are listening to or list, like thinking about while in class um, yeah, compared sure. to what it is on the field. Yeah, right? for sure. Maybe we're totally left side. Maybe we're on the dot. Right? <laughs> Who knows? Right? Maybe, maybe we're thinking further ahead than these guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe we just overshot the ball. 
compared to like Eric in this year. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like literally like over our heads right now. Yeah, man. Like literally, some of the stuff we talked about, Eric jumped in. And he's like, uh-uh, nah, it's about this stuff. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, there's there's more to learn. It's just if you close yourself off to that angle of opportunity and learning and information then it's just like you kind of miss a window for that yo legit man everything's all opportunity but yeah uh you guys want follow i'll put our instagram links in the below yeah. we should probably make an instagram for this like specific for people to dm us at yeah we could just like one up and then yeah put in the link all right so we might do that if not you have our personal ig's uh put eric's ig on the instagram his drawings his renders are really good that's awesome. why that's yeah. why he's really good at drawing right mm -hmm. i'm more of a digital guy right? yeah for sure i'm more of a physical tangible product guy so yeah you may see more posts on like physical products um, yeah on my page yeah okay you probably see a lot of digital from me like 3d modeling and shit like that mm -hmm. but yeah anyways i hope you guys enjoy the podcast but on but on but on no breaks this time we're just go straight into <laughs> it peace take care oh eric you want to say bye you want to say bye real quick? Oh shit, I'm back. I'll cut. I'll cut this out. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm. I'm here. Um. Goodbye. Have a good life. All right. I love you guys. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>